Welcome to another episode of Shame is Delicious with me, Ishan Akbar, and him, Darren Harriet. The podcast where we try and talk about shame but often get derailed because Darren has very many boring stories. How are you, Darren? What do you mean boring stories? I, I My know, stories just, are great. Why are you wh- why are you starting by sending for me as well? I don't know, man. I just have that kind of energy today. I don't know why. Why? Because I've only had like three hours sleep. Shame is delicious. But your your top says very nice. Very nice. Oh, it says not. Very nice, not. This is a um, a Borat-inspired Mario top. I love that. It's so 2014. It's the hybrid of two of my favourite things. Super Mario and... And Borat. Borat, nice. Yeah. It's very modern. Tell us about your tie-dye hoodie. What's... (laughs) (laughs) It's not tie-dye. It's like a... Croc croc print, but it's in blue. A what print? Like a croc. (laughs) Croc print? Like crocodile print. Oh, okay, like your cap. That might, yeah, but it's just a different Is this a color. dead crocodile because it's blue? <laughs> yeah, 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 it died. Weirdly, it drowned. It's, uh... <laughs> uh, how you been? Yeah, I've been all right. I uh, had a birthday. It was your birthday. It was a happy birthday to Darren Harriet. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, are, Thanks, you are you, you going to disclose what your actual age is or do you have like a specific age to spot? Oh, no, I'm I'm going to start doing that showbiz thing now where I don't tell you my age. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a woman who's like 45, but really, she, oh, uh, she's okay. 45, but to everybody else, she's 29. Okay, fine. And also because you're black, like you could be any age. You could be 19 or 63. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could be at university or getting a pension. Yeah, yeah it's, one of the two. It's one of the two, yeah. No, um, yeah, I'm 34. You look great, man. I'm 30. Thank you. 34, I, man. Moisturise, I sleep. I remember when I was 34. Yeah, but you're only about 30. I had so much hope. When you were 34? When I was 34, oh, oh, man. It's all downhill. That's what they say when you turn 34. It's all downhill. It's true. Most of the shameful things I did happened after 34. What, like, like, what? like getting an ASBO for pissing on a police station. What? <laughs> what? You got uh, an ASBO for pissing on a police station? Yeah, I was 37. What do you mean pissing on a police station? You make it sound as if you were like floating. Above. No, no. So I was 37. Well, I was drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I needed a piss. Okay. And it was dark in Stoke Newington. Yeah. And I was pissing against a wall. And I turned around, there were two coppers. And uh, they told me that. Um, I was pissing on the wall of a police station. There's nothing worse than like wanting to stop mid piss because you know it's but you can't because once you start pissing, it's, that's it. Oh no no, they waited until I'd finished. Oh, they were polite about they it. They were polite about. That. Oh, they were like, no no, you finish up there, truck. Yeah, you, you do what you need to do. <laughs> shake shake shake. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got an asthma of pissing against a police station. Yeah, that's um, really fun. What what is an asthma? I know it's an antisocial behavioural order. Yeah. I am. Working I can't class, repeat but... the offence within a ninety day period in the same vicinity. Oh, so you just walk past police stations going, oh, oh just in case. Another 20 days oh, and I want to be all over you. Day, oh, you're mine. Do you have to pay a fine? No, because, well, one of the, one of the coppers recognised me from not the week, so. Did he really? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, there's a story. I'm like, I don't think the Daily Mail's going to buy this. <laughs> it's like, scenes we'd like to <laughs> see. <laughs> I, I like me things to happen on a police station. Ishan Akbar pissing on it. Oh, that's the worst. The one time somebody recognises well, you. Actually, it was, it was a seventh. Se- a seventh total. I, I keep a diary. 
Oh, do you really? Oh, you... that was the seventh at that point. Oh, okay. Now well, we're at 24. You're on 24 yeah. now. I, I imagine you do it like the way uh, they do in prison, where you just do lines. <laughs> and when you get to I five, you just... Like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like how... Sorry. Here we Can go. We just, we're talking about tallies, yeah. and your reference for a tally chart was prison. <laughs> well, and that's what they do in prison. As opposed to, I don't know, year six in school. <laughs> nah, nah, I think prison. Because you gotta, you got to do your lines every day. You, you're that's gonna so leave. funny. 17 more years left each day. A new line. Oh, Darren, I love it when you make a stereotype come true. Um... <laughs> Only you mentioned that. Nobody else was thinking stereotypes. <laughs> How can you I not be... This what, I'm what... black, I'm not allowed to mention... Pri I've got no... Pri well, I was going to say my dad was in prison. But <laughs> I was going to say, I've got no one in prison in my family. No, my dad <laughs> actually died in prison. Yeah, I mean, you don't have anyone in prison anymore. Anymore, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes, my dad, le my dad left prison. Yes, yes. <laughs> By his own accord, weirdly. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so funny. I'm having a great time, and we're like five minutes in. Wait, how do you... I, I can't believe you got an asthma. How do I not know that? Are you allowed to leave the country? Yeah, he's just an asbo. You're a criminal. No, I don't know if I have to. If I if comedy doesn't work out and I get a job, I don't know if I have to declare it. You declare. Does anyone uh, know? Do I have to declare an asbo on a? I pissed on a police station. I think if it's expired, <clears throat> you don't have to. Okay. I had but a caution again, years ago, and I don't think I have to mention is it that. A caution. Driving without due care and attention. Ooh. Oh. What was you doing? Somebody. I was driving behind. Went around a corner and stopped dead. Yeah. Having been doing 60 miles an hour. So I went around the corner and put my brakes on and hit a puddle and ended up going into them. Oh. Okay. So that's... And the police told me that I should drive around every corner at 20 miles an hour just in case. Oh, that's, that's okay. condescending, isn't it? I mean, although I don't have to that's declare it, I reckon a cursory search online from any future employer. <laughs> Asbo. Would... I, I, yeah, if I'm an employer, I wouldn't want to hire somebody who's, who took a piss. On a police station. Why? That's got nothing to do with my ability to do the job. No, but it sounds like you're a bit of a rebel without a cause who just thinks that they're like sort of some sort Maybe of gangster. Maybe I did have a cause. I'm like, are they really going to turn up on time and do uh, the spreadsheet? Or are they the sort of person who pisses on a police station, which means they're not going to do the spreadsheet and turn up on time? I don't know, man. I feel like pissing on a police station shows that I'm able to stand up to authority. Yeah, but, that, yeah, but when I'm the boss of a company, that's oh, yeah. the last thing I want. I don't want you to walk in there with your tie off. And you're sitting on your chair backwards looking and at me like... And knob out. And, <laughs> and your knob out, just pissing wherever you feel like you... No, not, not in uh, my work. Are you, are you ashamed of your little caution for that driving infringement? No, not really. If I had been driving badly, yes. probably yes. But I wasn't. I think they just had to give me something because I was involved. There was another car that was behind me. There was an, it was like four cars. Oh. See, I think they had to recognise everybody. I feel like, and I think it expires after a certain amount of time. Yeah, it was yeah. a very long time ago. I feel like driving like driving infringements, non-serious driving infringements, people generally are like, if I can drive, I, I don't see the issue. Because I drove without a licence for three years. Did you really? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're, you're the one who mentions prison to me. This is when, the last this... podcast, because yeah. you will be arrested. You're a legit criminal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, what? What happened to Owen's face? There's no excuse. I, I like this. What happened was, I just forgot to no, get no, a no. license. So what happened was, my dad taught me to drive when I was 17. Yeah. Right? And Classic he taught... in a car park or something? Yeah, yeah, Sainsbury's car park. Yeah, right? Cool. Classic. The first two lessons taught me how to use the clutch. Third lesson, he made me drive from university to home, which is from my end to home. Fourth lesson, I drove from my house in Essex to Wembley. 
That's mad. Right? Then, fifth best news, he was like, just put the L plates on and just drive whenever, like, your mum needs some shopping, take her shopping, whatever. Right? Mum didn't have a license. Your dad just wanted any excuse to not do that shit anymore. Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> He's like, I need somebody else to do this. <laughs> and I had a, this was a 400 quid Ford Fiesta with no power steering. Oof. Right? It was hard work. Anyway, so I did my test, failed because I had, like, yeah, because you were driving like your dad drives. Yeah, I had like normal driver habits. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I you weren't checking blind spots. No, 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 none of that stuff. My dad's one handed around the corners. <clears throat> so my dad's a paramedic. He can, I think I did a one handed turn at one point. Of course point. you did. And then because I didn't get the license, I went home and my dad was like, just stick the L plates on, you'll be fine. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, wow. So you just L plated everywhere? Every, everywhere. Even though you didn't have somebody else in there because you got to have a driver. Yeah, passenger's yeah, got to be. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, that's funny. You might as well just not put the L plates on. So three years, I did that. And then I did the test again because, um, you know, um, around Bank, they've got like these um, IRA checkpoints still. That if you've seen them. IRA checkpoints? They've still got these checkpoints from the IRA days where they kind of split the roads up. Yeah. <laughs> and one night I was coming back. This time my mom was in the car with me. We were coming back and they were doing spot checks, but for like alcohol. Yeah. So when the police stopped me, then I was like, oh man, if they asked for a license, me and my mom would have been fucked. <laughs> so then I applied to do a test. The instructor took me for a drive and he goes, how long have you been driving for? <laughs> and I was like, uh, three years. And he goes, okay, we're going to clean up some habits. Did two lessons and passed. It's a great story of <laughs> how you should be fucking arrested. <laughs> I, well, wa I, want you, I want you in jail so bad. Why? Because you were driving around. I would never have done that. This is, again, this is another privilege thing. You think I could have done that when I was young, like this, with no license, driving around? I mean, around? Asian boys don't have a good reputation for driving, do they, surely? Yeah, but you've got glasses, you've got like a, and you're driving your mum around. I would have been driving around like my other friends who look equally as dodgy <laughs> as me. I would have been pulled up outside my house. <laughs> what, what's like the worst thing you've done like that? Like bordering on... Illegal? I don't know. I, mean, I say bordering on illegal. Mine was illegal. <laughs> I don't really know, actually, when it comes to stuff like that. Other than like carrying a knife and stuff when I was a teenager. But that's different. That was like sort of cool. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> carrying a knife was sort of cool. Uh, what hot. kind of knife was it? Uh, flip knife. Like uh -huh. a, uh, I remember I got it from a news agents, and you know how you know those ones where they got like the big rubber grip, yeah. And you can kind of like you press a button and it folds in, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you flip it out. Did you ever? Did you ever flip it out at any point? I like, mean, I flip it out at like just to like cut stuff, not people, just like apples. Uh, apples. <laughs> I, you, I, I love the thought of you walking down. I was like fourteen. I didn't know. I, I wanted to get a knife. Out, but what am I gonna do? I remember. I, I remember I walked past him. I was like grabbed an apple from a. Uh, the apple store, and I was just like slicing it with his knife as I was, I was eating it with the knife like I was Julius Sorry, Caesar you say, or something. Did you, you say apple store? <laughs> was, what? One store yeah, apple, sold no, apples? Apple store, I got an iPad from there. Yeah. Get, <laughs> from a fruit store. apple store. From a fruit store, I just walked past, picked, I imagine there was like jazz music playing as I walked past, and just grabbed this apple and pulled out my flip knife. And just sort of sliced it. Just, just let people know. Like a complete don't, douche. Don't, don't mess with me. Don't, yeah, don't mess with me, guys. I don't have to slice an apple. So you, this is interesting, because like the suggestion there is that I've done more like law-breaking things than you have. You've done way more law-breaking. You've done way more law, unless you're including like, I don't know, have you drank and drove before? No. No, I've never done that. 
Yeah, but you Sorry, why did you offer that up as a potential option? <laughs> no, because I'm just thinking because you uh, have you have you have you murdered someone? No, neither have I. No, no. Because you drove out of license. <laughs> are we are we counting like drugs and stuff? No, I mean no. Can't really count drugs, right? You can't count drugs. It's it's fun. It's a, it's a Remember crime. kids? <laughs> Knives are cool. <laughs> drugs are fun. <laughs> Remember, neither of those things are true. <laughs> Yes. Remember, <laughs> someone's got a contract with the BBC. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell, I've got, a I've got a contract with the BBC. Yeah, say, say, say it louder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Not surprised by that. What? Yeah, I was quite a good law-abiding um, kid. I remember when I got my, when I got my bouncer's, um, my SAA license, you can't get one if you've got any sort of criminal... Especially violent, anything really? violent. Yeah, because you're just hiring bloody thugs. So if you've got like assault or something on you, you wouldn't be able to get one. Or the only wow. way you could, the only way you could get one, I used to work with this one guy who was in prison and uh, he came out of prison and he was a bouncer. And I was like, how the hell did you do that? And he had to get like um, his local vicar had to like write him some sort of like referral. <laughs> And that's having well, that's, to pardon him. To pardon, basically pardon him and let him get his SIA license. But he said it was. He said it took about two years. Wow. Him, yeah. He really wanted that job. He, re <laughs> he really Christ. wanted to work uh, under eighteen rave with me back in two thousand and twelve. <laughs> what a time, guys. See, the thing is, now that I think about it, like I have. I mean, I've obviously committed crime. <laughs> That I've not been charged for. I've got a license. We're going to isolate you just saying that. Just <laughs> I've obviously <laughs> committed crime. Shame is delicious, guys. It's only later I realised that actually during my banking days, the things that I did, they... Yeah, oh, first of all, you being a banker is the biggest scumbaggy crime ever. Why? Because bankers just suck. They're just evil people. Well, they are, but I only realised this afterwards. What you were doing on a day-to-day -day basis was, was bad. But yeah, yeah, I realised this afterwards. Yeah, you and should so, be ashamed of so yourself. You should probably kill like, yourself. You just want to kill yourself tonight. Hey, <laughs> hey, we both know. I've tried and failed. <laughs> I know, I know, this guy can't do it, can't get it right. One can't day, that properly. I believe in you. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for the support. Remember kids. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast, Remember Kids. Yeah, so I only after the financial crisis, like a couple of years after. What was that, 2008? 2008. Did I realize that one of the things that I did and this is authorized by people more senior than me, was actually really fucking bad. And it was like adjusting something called the LIBOR rate, which is the London Interbank Offer Rate. Yeah. And that's the rate that banks offer to each other to loan money. Oh. Unbeknownst to me, LIBOR was like underpinning loads of pension funds and loads of hedge funds and all this stuff. Is that legal? I mean, it's, it's bank legal, like kind of. Ugh. Is there a statute of limitations on this, or are we going to have to edit all of this out? Of no, the no, you'll be fine. Did you fun. cause the financial crash? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 but I definitely contributed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cause it, but I played my part. Yeah, I played my part, yeah. Hey, you know, you've all got, you've got a teamwork. <laughs> it's important. Yeah, yeah, that's just evil. I didn't realise I was such a scumbag. No, oh, no. I Oh, no, we, we were already aware of this. I thought I was a really nice dude. Oh, no, no, we all knew this. No, but I've done some horrible things in my time. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Some pretty horrible Driving things. Driving without a license. Driving without a license. Pissing on a police station. Yeah, that's bad. Economic manipulation. Financial market manipulation. <laughs> Anything else, Nishan? Anything else you've done? And how, how, old was, how old were you then? That was like, what? You were like 30 by then. What, financial market manipulation? Yeah. 23, 24. 23, wow. So you've got almost 15 more years of just scumbaggery to go. 
Because you're now in your late 30s. There's another 15 years of stuff just going, wow. But I'm actually a really nice guy. <laughs> it's debatable. And I like how you just started this off with me being the prison kid. When you... If two, if two officers walked in here now and put you in cuffs, <laughs> I would... I would slow clap. Yeah, would you? Yeah. <laughs> the thing, but that's the thing, though, is I, maybe I should feel shame about those things, but I just don't. Is that bad? Is there something, like, wrong with me? Well, I think, I think it depends, because deep down you know in your heart that you are not the worst person. Well, I can't bring myself to say good, but not the, <laughs> not the worst person. Think it, okay, the worst thing I think I did out of all those things was driving without a license. I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the scamming the old people in the pensions is pretty. Bad. No, no, no. But I didn't know I was doing that. Yeah, but, the, yeah, but yeah, but now that you know, and you said literally a minute ago, I don't really think I did anything wrong. I feel no, quite no, good. I didn't say that. I, I said I don't feel shame. You don't feel shame, yeah? Yeah, because man, I was just doing what every other banker did at the time, and my bosses were like, "You need to do this to secure the client." Like, All right, fine, I'll do that. No problem. The driving without a license. I'm a good driver. I just yeah. didn't have the license to prove it. And I'm pissing on a police station. That's just funny, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, they're hard workers, mate. Who, police? Police, yeah, they don't get paid enough, unfortunately. Did you, uh, there did is you, actually a lack of police on the really? streets these did days. Really? Did you find and... that the Notting Hill Carnival? I mean, there was quite a few, actually. <laughs> about, yeah. But I'll tell you one thing. We fucking outnumbered them. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> fucking... <laughs> That's true. What do they expect to happen in case something kicks off? I don't know. It's very, it was, yeah, it's very weird because there's like a million people. Was it your first carnival? It was my first carnival, yeah. It was like a million people. And just, you'd see bouts of police officers, but they were like in groups of like 10. Right. And they were wearing the all black, yeah. almost like the tracksuit stuff, which is like, when you see that in police guard, they hit the party. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> when you yeah. see the black tracksuit police up with the long ass baton. I saw some new batons I'd not seen before. And, um, <laughs> you know, like really long batons. I was, I was watching it's them. It's like they're on a newsletter getting updates on the, <laughs> the baton upgrades. The new uniform for police officers. <laughs> this is what you're looking out for. I'll tell you what I didn't see though. Didn't see many police officers dancing. You know, like how you go on Twitter, yeah, there's always always like, poli- yeah, there's always like a white police officer who's yeah. like daggering or something. I didn't see any of that. They all looked very serious. Um, so it was your first carnival. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. I've never seen London like it. The whole street, uh, just streets, miles and miles of just walking around and it's just people partying everywhere. Okay. It was great, man. You've been before? I've been before, yeah. It's freaking insane. I, I used to go pretty much every <clears throat> year until I was about 13 years old. So you, what? You was going there, what, was you, what were you doing? Drinking a red stripe at nine? Well, no, so, I mean, so one of my uncles obviously had a restaurant. Of course he did. And, uh, oh, was he selling food there? Yeah, he had a stall. Yeah, so he made money, we'd, man. we'd pitch up and I'd kind of just sell, like, kebabs. You were selling kebabs yeah. to, just, to just whacked out rasters? Yeah. That's great, because everybody, everybody has a hustle. So could you walk in past people's houses, they're either charging five pounds to use their toilet. Yeah, that's wild. But, but you know what? If you're a woman and it's so big and you need a toilet, obviously guys were just pissing anywhere, but you'd probably pay Police for stations. It. <laughs> that is very true. You would have just asked the police officer, can I use your hat? Yeah. Like a pregnant woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it, yeah, I thought it was great, man. I thought it was sick. And it was just, everybody was just raving. Who did you go with? Um, I went with my, I went with some friends from school, some old school friends I hadn't seen. Uh, for a while, they came down, stayed at mine, and I met some some of my other London friends. Came, didn't see any comics. Which comics would go to Carnival? Like I would have gone if I was in. Yeah, town. you would have gone. Uh, maybe some of the black ones. Or some of the black ones. Judy Love. 
Judy Love. Yeah, she might have been there, you know. Yeah, no. Tanya Moore, maybe. Tanya Moore would have Tanya Moore's a regular. Yeah. Tanya Moore would have went, but she was uh she was at Edinburgh. Dane would have gone. Yeah. Uh, what about white comedians though? What white comedians? Which would white say? comedians would have gone? Laura Smith. Oh yeah, Laura Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's that white girl who's got like an she got her voice is like attitude. Like in a nice way, but I hear, I, hear, I met her one time. I heard her and I went, "Oh, she looks like she sounds like she's from. She's great. Some, she sounds like she's from some London. She, South she's London East London or Forest Gate. Is that what it? Okay, she's yeah. She's my ends. I heard her voice and I went, "Oh yeah, yeah. She's used to black people. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know when you hear, you know when you hear like a white comic and you yeah, go, you need white you're, comics. You're, you're, yeah. you're around black people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we need white comics who are around black people. What Asian? Yeah. Paul Chowdhury. Paul, yeah, Paul Chowdhury would be there. Guz. Guz Wait. would be there. Would he? Yeah, why wouldn't they? It's, it's, it's lots of uh, un-Islamic things going on. I mean, there's a, a lot of haram, Madrid. A lot of haram going on there, dude. A lot of daggering. Yeah. It's, Did you do uh, any daggering? Nah, I don't do, I don't do the daggering stuff, man. I don't like... I, I like it's quite aggressive. It's super aggressive. I, I, don't, I don't think I like it. People were doing it on top of bus, bus Although, shelters. I would love to see a daggering episode on Strictly. <laughs> Does everyone just daggering like this? <laughs> The best was ever doing it on top of um, bus stops and bus stops just kept falling. Yeah, because I saw a video like one of them collapsing. It's fucking hilarious. I've never laughed more in my life. But, uh, did anyone, as long as no one died, we can laugh at it. No, someone did die. There was, there was deaths at the carnival. But not from the bus stop. Oh, not from daggering, no. Okay. You've really got to, you've literally got to dagger someone for I real. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't see this in, if, on, if you're watching this on YouTube. But when we were talking about <clears throat> nobody died, and I went, oh, no, somebody died. Our producer, Owen, just covered his face with his hands. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Why are we doing this? People, you know what? With the carnival, it's like when I used to work festivals, when I used to do security, we used to get like, say, you'd work a festival and there'd be like 50,000 people. If like f two people died, three people died, it wouldn't probably make the news. Because that was like sort of counts as a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like that many people, young people doing drugs. Something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Something's going to go wrong. And I think with like even a carnival, when there's a million people, with like one person, it's sad that anyone dies, but one person dies, it's like, oh, okay, a million people. That's still classic. Not bad. It's, it's been way worse in the past. Yeah. It's been I saw on Twitter because there was a lot of stuff, a lot of coverage mm. about like all the bad stuff that happened at carnival. There wasn't even that much bad stuff. Well, this is it. But there's people were like at Reading and at Leeds. Oh like, yeah, yeah, significantly worse stuff happened. Yeah, but it never got covered. I think with those with those sort of festivals, there's a lot more a lot more people are doing drugs. At what? Reading, at Reading and, Leeds. and Leeds. Yeah, a lot more people are doing like ecstasy and pills and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think people are doing some people are doing drugs at you know at carnival, but it's not. It's not the vibe. Yeah, you can't really enjoy yourself if you're doing it. It's like a Jamaican Caribbean yeah, thing, just man. Get they're, boozed not, up. they're not losing their head on pills and yeah, cocaine yeah. and stuff. Everyone's yeah. sort of smoking weed. Have, have you two ever been to Carnival? <clears throat> Our two white producers? Uh, no. No. <laughs> been to Reading and Leeds a lot, and I stopped after um, the last year I went, everybody set their gas canisters on fire on the. On Jeez. Fire oh, the my Jeez. God. It was genuinely that's quite scary. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's bad. Was that like the final day? The Sunday night. The Sunday so day, yeah. Because We remember... just spent all night awake moving away from that Ooh. and then had to drive home in the morning. That's horrific. I remember when I used to do, when we used to do security, the last day, everybody would just shit in their tents and set them on fire. That was just what everybody did. What? How did these people rule the world? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, every time there's a new revelation, I'm like, fuck me. 
and that really? Was, that was that was the done thing. Yeah. So you would see it would start. <laughs> it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It's horrific. That was the thing. You take a shit in the tent because nobody wanted to. Uh, nobody wants to pack back up the tent. Once you set up a tent, you that's it. I'm leaving it. Take a shit in the tent. You set fire to it, and that's how you let people know that you are done. Oh, end my of the festival. Oh, and you've done that, haven't you? Uh, no, but have you? I mean, talking of shitting at festivals, is that one of the worst experiences ever? Just going to shit in one of those. I don't mind. I'm all right. Yeah, because I've got good balance. I've got good leg strength. Uh, so I. Don't shit in public. No, I do. I shit in public. No, I'm a public shitter. Public shitter me. We've talked about this before, haven't we? Because Darren's shat been for... I only said shat. Is that the past participle? Yeah, I think it's shat. shat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll shat anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Shat. Darren's shat here, but you've never shit here. No, I... Mate, I've got one brewing this coffee. <laughs> 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 this coffee has gone right through me, dude. No, I, I cannot do poos in public. Where do you poo normally? In my house. Yeah, but what about if you're at a gig? You won't go to the uh, the. You won't take a poo I, at that. The... My body, my body is a temple, a is mosque it? actually, and it has been refined over the years <laughs> to the point where I just poo once a day in the morning as soon as I've woken up, and I don't need to poo afterwards. Oh no, I poo morning. I'll poo afternoon. I'll poo evening. I love nothing more. So when I wake up in the morning, this is classic Darren tip for you guys to get your. Uh, to get you to get you regular, as they say. That's you know you're getting old when you say regular. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. Sit sit it out. Give me 15 minutes. Bam! On the toilet immediately. Then I'll have a double espresso and I'm ready to go again. But I won't have it. I won't have a double espresso pre uh, 10 30 a.m. I have it afterwards because I'll I'll fall asleep by 3 p.m. But I'm telling you, by 12, I am. Whoo! Oh shit! Normally, the apple cider vinegar will get. get Is your average like three times a day? Uh, yeah, two I or would, three times a day. Two, two or three times a day, guys? definitely. Morning always, and then yeah. I mean, if if my toilet habits are of interest, yeah, probably twice a day. There you go. How, this isn't. I don't think. That's How normal. can you do one in the morning? One in the morning, and, and then, then you've got, the and then you've day. built ten hours of just. Can you imagine how satisfying the poo is in the morning? Yeah, but no, but don't you need another one? No. Yeah, but it's not like, I mean... If, if I poo more than once in a day... But you're not eating, like, fibre and stuff. Wow. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not like you're eating the most fibre-fruit-filled... I, I, I eat bread. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, you have bread, yeah. It's got fibre in it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, true, but 17 slices kind of takes away. I, I... It's normal and healthy to have a poo any time between three times a week to three times a day. Yeah, three okay. Three times? Three Sorry. times a week. There is no way three times a week is normal. I've never gone a day without taking a poo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're doing three times a week, it's you need mad. to see a doctor because that is not normal. That's who goes a day. Who goes a day without taking a poo? I don't even know. talking about poo now. You know, I can... <laughs> 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 oh yeah. boy, oh boy. There's <laughs> a mudslide awaited. Bloody hell! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. It's the coffee, man. I had a full. Have I ever, have I ever told you about the time? Um, <laughs> have you ever pooed your pants before? Yeah. <laughs> How old? I was in my. It was Edinburgh, twenty sixteen. That's way Edinburgh, twenty sixteen. Six years ago. Yeah. You were like thirty three. Yeah. How do you How do you poo yourself? Basically, I. It was. You know what Edinburgh's like. I mean, let's not put that on me. You're out almost every night. Yeah. And I was also like enjoying other stuff. Of course, classic ish. Yeah, while I was there. 
and I think there was one week where I just like overdid it, just not sleeping and just partying too much and enjoying myself. Yeah. Six minutes before my show was due to start, I'm like, oh my God, shit's about to go down. And I was in the turret at the time. I was doing my debut. Oh. <clears throat> so the crowd were in the audience. I had to go out from backstage, run outside, go to the toilet. Didn't quite make it. Sharted. Gathered everything in my boxes, wrapped it all up in my boxes, and wrapped the boxes behind the toilet. <laughs> you wrapped it like a parcel. Yeah. And put it behind. The behind the toilet. Like a gift. And then, and because as I spoke, I think I spoke about on the pod before, like I use water. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But in the gilded balloon toilets, the sink, and like there was, I, didn't, I wasn't prepared for it. So I wiped down as best as I could. And then because I was so nervous, like I hadn't done a good job. I got loads of tissues and just stuffed it up my asshole. You did what? <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> you were—you might have put a cork up there. Yeah, I basically plugged my asshole with loads. Because you—you you thought more, you thought it was going to come out. I don't know how to use tissue paper properly. <laughs> Is so, tissue paper that alien to you that you? No, would... but to wipe my ass, yeah. I, just, I don't like. It's not comfortable. So then. I, so you hang on, hold on, hold on. So you went and then performed your show with a plugged <laughs> with a plugged arsehole of tissue. I imagine you were performing a bit like this. Yeah, well, my posture Hello? was incredible. Hi guys, I'm Ishan Akbar. Yeah, welcome to the show. Nice to have you. And then what? And then after you finish your show, you just went into the toilet. People kept wanting to take pictures with me. Oh, of and I was like, please, can we stop this? Because my arsehole is plugged with tissue paper. And I went back home and sorted myself out. And you just left your shitty underwear behind the I toilet. I got a carrier bag, came back. Oh, you came, you came. Put it back in. And <laughs> it's like a message for like a mafia hit. Yeah. <laughs> Check under the toilet. My not, shitty not underwear. Of it, though. Still not ashamed of it. Yeah. <laughs> you went back and collected the. Of course. I can't leave that there. I feel like you were, I feel like you were just a lie. No, 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 no. I'm not I one would've... of these stupid. I'm not one of these disgusting white people that shit in tents and just burn it. I've got like some, some decorum. No, you just shit in, a, in your underwear, tie it up like a fucking parcel, and then leave it there and go do an hour with your ass filled with tissues. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? you the problem is you're, fir- you're in your mid-30s when you did that. It's not a normal... It's not hey, a mo- I told you, shit gets worse from here. Uh, yeah. The fact that you plugged your ass with tissue is nuts to me. I could forgive everything else, but the fact that you were just so worried about leakage... Yeah, I was. You just plugged your ass with tissue. Yeah. It doesn't make any. It's weird. Oh well. And I imagine you probably got like you probably got like on your t- just really put the finger up there to get it up there. Oh, uh, I just uh, there was a lot of tissue in my bum hole. There was a lot of tissue in my bum hole. I imagine you you pulled out the tissue. You know, like how a magician keeps pulling out a cloth. You know, a magician oh. pulls a cloth that never ends. You're <laughs> just pulling out tissue out your ass like this. I've got a master's degree. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> This is terrible. You're the worst person on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea how, how much of a scumbag I was. It's awful, man. People taking photos with you, like, oh my God, we're meeting Ishan Akbar, the comedian. And you're there with an arse filled with tissue. I, th- I think that was a prudent step, to be honest. I've never, I've never like, pooed myself as an adult. I've never done... I don't believe that's true. I probably sharted a little bit, maybe. I probably, I probably yeah, I've probably done that. But, out of it, but I've never... Have you ever had a skid mark? 
Oh, God. Oh, come on, dude. See? What? I refuse to wear white underwear. Hell no. When? I ain't got that kind of confidence. I first I'll got... wear brown underwear, if anything. <laughs> 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 I want a basket. You get that. He's having like three shits a day. Of course, he's got skid marks. <laughs> well, the thing is, I was called... I, I remember I was like eight years old and I was called skid mark and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I, didn't know what, I had no idea what skid mark was. You shan't skid mark. So I have no idea. So I had to... This guy... He wanted to bully me by calling me Skidmark, <laughs> then got a lesson on how to wash his bum hole. Nothing makes me laugh more than like a grown man with skid marks. It's just so funny. It just shows just Where that... do you see grown men with skid marks? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Darren? What am I searching? <laughs> how is Carnival? <laughs> Ah, oh, imagine that. Imagine daggering yeah. with some girl. <laughs> and you see skid marks on you. Oh, jeez. That's disgusting. I don't even believe women have skid marks. I think women are just have just evolved. I think skid marks is purely us. Women are just better people. Oh yeah, yeah. Women don't even shit, do they? No, I've I've I'm, I've never dated a woman who shats in my life. <laughs> shats. No, I I don't think women shit. I've never seen it. I've I've lived yeah. with women before, but maybe they, they never they never go to the toilet. Maybe they well they go to the toilet of course. But yeah, but and they do that thing where they put loads of tissue in the bottom and then they piss because they don't want to piss out. I say, oh, you're wasting all my tissue. Women do that. Women do that. See? Some women. <laughs> I like how Alice is like, not me. Not yeah. <laughs> surely, surely plugging your asshole is a better use of tissues than just layering the toilet. Yeah, but plug it, yeah, but there's no need to plug your asshole. Well, it was then. Uh, I feel like, yeah, all the all the women I've ever been with, and I've been with many, uh, whenever I've been with them, have made it very clear that they don't do any shits. Yeah, and, and then you should have married them. But wouldn't it be weird if you met a woman who was like very proud, like, actually, uh, I know you like me. Huh, I shit. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be weird if she was like me. Oh, I'm oh, oh, oh. favorite thing to do with the world. Shit. Oh, I love your toilet seat so much. <laughs> imagine, imagine you date a woman, she walks in with a squatty party. <laughs> She's like, actually, I'm properly good at shit. There'd be a weird role reversal if like she took half an hour in the toilet every morning. Oh my gosh, yeah, she could say, oh, we got paper. You got paper in the toilet. How long do you take for your shits? Oh, I can do a good 15 minutes, yeah. Yeah, I do about 20 minutes in the morning. But like here, when I take a, when I take a shit here, I'm very... Rapid, in, in ba and out. Ba ba in and out, things to do, you know? Well, this has been a very insightful episode. We've learned a lot about each other, really. I, it's nice because, you know, there's been previous episodes where I've been the villain. So it's actually quite nice that, like... I wouldn't say you've been the villain, <sighs> it's just, you know... Well, okay, well, today you're the villain. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm the villain. I'm just like a legend who's lived a very colourful life. I like how you write your own press releases. Yeah. Every show writes his own little press release. I'm just this legend who just, you know. Oh, yeah, I've lived a very colourful life, you know. I'm not ashamed pants. of any of these things. I think it's important in life to enjoy the rich tapestry of what life has to offer. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, great. It's a great, it's a great little article you write in there. Yeah, thank you. This is life and times of Ishan Akbar. Yeah. Pieces on police officers. Pieces on police stations. Yeah. I know. This has made me. <clears throat> I've realized I'm quite a scumbag. Yeah. But actually, it's made already. me love myself even more. Oh, that's not. Is that, is that what you're going to end? Do you want to give like a nice little piece to camera to end? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of who I am. Shouldn't be. Shame is delicious. Hey guys, you can find us on all social media. Shame is delicious. Please do follow us wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, give us a five-star review. 
five star. There's no point giving two or one or three or four star. Just give us a five star review. That's what you have to do and just follow. And uh, yeah, spread the word. Of course, that's what people do. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, tell your lovers, tell your exes. Get in touch with them and say, listen, I know we're not chatting anymore, but... You sound like the beginning of an R&B video then. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now I need a voicemail in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're not chatting anymore, but just tell your enemies. I'm here. Just follow Shame is Delicious. Shame is delicious. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions.